I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. There's a new exhibition dedicated to a popular TV series opened in Ireland. Full details on the way after Candy Stashin and LMFM's 11 to 1. What's the sense in sharing? Oh, it's a great one to kick us off on a Tuesday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. 86 658 if you'd like to get in touch. Lives, the lives of five friends growing up in Derry in the mid-90s became a huge hit and now fans can relive the show in a new, fantastic, immersive ex- exhibition that opened yesterday. I am, of course, talking about Dairy Girls. I know how daunting recent examinations can be. So if anyone is feeling anxious or worried or even if you just want to chat, please, please do not come crying to me. Why are you calling Maureen Malarkey? Granda says we're not allowed to speak to her. Oh, that, that's all blown over now. Maureen Malarkey! I'm not writing her. I just think it might be time I moved on friendship wise. You're where you're talking to your current friends. Look, I don't want anyone recognising me, okay? No one's going to recognise you, Claire. Claire Devlin, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely brilliant. Dairy Girls, the new Dairy Girls immersive exhibition has opened to the public in Tower Museum yesterday evening. So it features props and set pieces from the BAFTA winning sitcom. And uh, fans will be able to view parts of the original sets, including the Quinn living room and kitchen as well as props like the Spice Girls costumes from season three, the Child of Prague statue and Ma Mary's rosary beads. Uh, Also, Sister Michael's office and Erin's bedroom are digitally recreated with facts about the show and production built into the displays. And... um, Last night at the opening, Shauna Bray and Aoife O'Neill, who are childhood friends of Lisa McGee, who created the series, were uh, said to be the inspiration behind the fiery and rebellious Michelle Malin and the good-natured but chronically worried Claire Devlin. And they said they could see themselves in the characters. There was a universal appeal to the Derry Girls group and they just said from word go, as soon as they saw the first episode, they knew that it was going to be absolutely brilliant. They say every single friend group has the mad one and everyone has the panicker who's uh, working in the background and you know you have the creative one and then you have the absolute lunatic so it's got that universal appeal and definitely people can see elements of it in their own friend group and um, the museum curator Roisin Doherty said 
The exhibition was a homecoming for the show, which has been viewed by so many audiences across the world. It's a celebration of the city, celebration of the people and celebration of the humour and wit of the people here, she said. Uh, so it's coming home to the city. So the Dairy Girls experience is going to be at Tower Museum until July 2024. And I don't know about you. But that is definitely on my list of things to do. And actually, I, I know people who've been to Derry quite recently. It's a lovely city to go around. There's loads to do there as well. And a lot of people commented as well on how friendly the uh, people are in Derry as well. So another reason to visit. So there you go. If you're looking for a day trip out or you're looking for something to do over the summer holidays, the Derry Girls Experience at Tower Museum is the place to go, I think. John Legend, all of me. He'll be kept busy now at the moment. They have welcomed another little baba into their lives himself and his wife. And uh, I think that's the fourth child, little baby boy. So congratulations to them. Shane from Termin Fekin is on. Derry City is brilliant. The people are so friendly and the walking tour of the Bogside is a must. Thank you so much for that, Shane. Yes, and it's just something maybe, you know, people might not think about. You know, normally it's sort of Galway, isn't it? Or Cork or sort of the bigger kind of uh, counties that people tend to visit over the summer holidays so Derry that's a great one I promise I'm not like <laughs> I feel like I'm being employed by Derry City Tourism or something I'm not I promise I'm just you know I'm, I'm just expressing uh, a love for the place now um, also if you're looking for something to do on Wednesday evening, this is always very, very good. Community historian Brendan Matthews has another of his walking and talk series and he has some singing guests with him this Wednesday because they're going to present the extraordinary life and times of the Drogheda radical weaver and ballad song maker John Sheel, who was around from 1784 to 1872. So it's happening Wednesday evening starting at George's Square in Drogheda at 7.30pm and it's really a brilliant uh, evening. Just very, you know, interesting to to find out different bits and pieces about the local history in the area. Want to wish Mona Reynolds a very happy um, she's from St Finian's Park in Drogheda a very happy 4th of July yes 50 years congratulations from daughters Samantha and Shirley a very very happy 4th of July to you that's right very important day for all of our American friends here that will be popping up in the Northeast update a little bit later on now I'm going to take a quick break after that I've got music from Dermot Kennedy and how would you like a lovely day out at the races courtesy of Dundalk Stadium all the details of the competition coming your way as well the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. All this talk of days eight has prompted a message from Melissa in Dundalk. She's on 086 1800 658. I'm going to have two weeks off with the kids. Uh, they're eight and ten years of age and I'm looking for days out slash staycation ideas if anyone has any. Well, you know, I there's so many. There's so many. I think there's a website called um, daysout.ie maybe or your days out or something like that. But I did something over the first week in June when I was off with the kids we went camping and we did the Avondale you know beyond the trees walk that was brilliant that was really really good and um, I recommend sort of a during the week time as well because you won't have the crowd I'm actually on their website as we speak it's called uh, beyondthetreesavondale.com so it's a treetop walk and viewing tower and they're saying here pre-booked tickets are essential for all summer weekends and public holidays entry is normal though for your annual pass holder if you're an annual pass holder but it's really really worth it now look if you're not great with heights maybe not but I you know I'd be a bit dodgy about heights and I loved it and there's an amazing slide all the way back down that um, big kids and uh, small kids can do and it's just brilliant and I, th- I thought it was a really really nice day out it's just 
located slightly outside of Wicklow. It's kind of between Dublin and Wicklow uh, there and it's Rathdrum kind of area and it's it's very easy to get to. It's perfect now for a day out. Go off early in the morning, bring your picnic with you and it's just fantastic. The kids will love it. So that's a good one for a day out. Anyone else have any suggestions for Melissa for days out over the summer? Uh, let us know on 086 1800 658. Dermot Kennedy with Kiss Me. We've got everything from Tato Park here, Newgrange Farm as well, Malahide Castle and Gardens. That's brilliant. Malahide Castle and Gardens, by the way, you can just go up there. You don't even need to necessarily do the tour of the castle. If you have kids like mine that might be a bit bored sometimes with these things, you can just go and explore the fantastic grounds there and the playground and everything's lovely. And I think they have um they have like a butterfly exhibit uh, thing in the gardens I think there's like a little bit of an extra fee to pay in for the gardens but it's so worth it it's stunning there as well so that's a great one someone's suggesting as well Carlingford Adventure Centre yes up the road and also that beautiful Carlingford Greenway up there Number one, they're out in the fresh air. Number two, you'll have them wrecked because they'll have to cycle <laughs> around it. And it's stunning and it's completely free as well. You know, not everything has to be all about spending money when it comes to days out. Thank you so much for those suggestions for Melissa. Hi, can you please say hello to my mom and dad, George and Kathleen Gray? They are the greatest. And also to my friend Annie and Makui. Don't know what I'd do without you all. That's coming in with lots of love from Sharon. Sharon, delighted to do that lovely request for you. And if you have any shout outs or requests, do send them in 086 658. Now you're going to want to remember that number because I've got a great competition this week. If you're a fan of horse racing, greyhound racing or you just want a good evening out, don't we all? Then you won't want to miss Dundalk Stadium's annual Ladies' Day and International Summer Dual Race Day. It's happening Wednesday, July the 12th. That's next week. Afternoon horse racing followed by evening greyhound racing, live music, DJ, kids activities and much more. To celebrate that, Dundalk Stadium have given us a grab-and-go package for two people to give away every day this week. So, this includes admission, race cards, entertainment and a food voucher for the outdoor food stall on the day. Also on Friday, we're going to give another have another draw to upgrade one of those daily winners to a fabulous view restaurant package which includes a four-course meal on the night. Nice one. So yesterday, we were talking about grab-and-go lunch. Today, I want to know What's your grab-and-go snack? So you are hungry, you don't have time to eat munch. What's your go-to for a grab-and-go snack? If it's me, if I'm trying to be healthy, it's a banana, which I normally bring down to the studio every day. If not, it's a bag of salt and vinegar O'Donnell's crisps, if I'm not being healthy. So what is your grab-and-go snack? Let me know. 086-1800-658 for your chance to win that fantastic prize in association with Dundalk Stadium. There's Dido with thank you. Thank you to Derek. He's online here on WhatsApp at the Giant's Lair Sleeve Gully in Forest Park. Brilliant. It's only up the road there as well and it's completely free and kids will love it. That's a great suggestion as well. Thank you so much for sending that in. Do keep those coming in to me. Now, are you obsessed with TV? Have you an opinion on every show? Well, Gogglebox Ireland is looking for new telly critics. We're going to be joining Miriam Smith. She's casting producer with Gogglebox Ireland. We're going to join her next. The 11 to 1 show. 
Are you obsessed with TV? Have you an opinion on every show? Well then, Virgin Media Television want to hear from you. Gogglebox Ireland is returning to our screens this autumn and producers are looking for Ireland's wittiest and most opinionated telefanatics to join the new season. Joining me now to tell us more is casting producer for Gogglebox Ireland, Miriam Smith. How are you getting on, Miriam? I'm good, thank you. Good morning, Sinead. How are you? I am great. I'm slightly jealous of your job title. I'm going to just admit that, (laughs) Miriam, now, because I'm a huge fan of this show. I love watching it. I mean, who would have thought that watching people watch TV would be so captivating? I mean, this show is just going from strength to strength. I know it's a ridiculous concept when you think about it like that, really, isn't it? Um, and I think at the start, you know, when we kicked off we're nine seasons, well, we're on nine seasons now. So in 2016, when we kicked this off, we had trouble convincing people that this was a good idea. But I think the proof was in the pudding and, uh, you know, we're very proud of the series. Oh, you should be so proud of it. Like, it's just brilliant. People just watch it for the, the crack and for the banter with, with all the brilliant uh, people that are, <laughs> are the fantastic TV critics. So now, is our opportunity to maybe be part of the show. So you're looking for new telly fanatics to take part. Yeah, so we have some really great families, as you know, all over Ireland already and, you know, they're staying with us. But we are looking for a couple of new faces, which we do every year. Um, And this year we're particularly looking for long term couples and friends. And we're looking for people who are really into news and current affairs. That would be something we'd be very interested in. And the TikTok generation is also really interesting. You know, they might Mm. consume media in a different way. They might be really well informed, but the information is coming through their phone and social media. They're not necessarily watching loads of telly in the traditional sense, you know. Um, So, yeah, so applications are now open and we're looking forward to hearing from people. And do you know what I always love about this show as well, that you that you're really inclusive and diverse when it comes to selecting people like you've had people really from all walks of life on this show Absolutely and that's something that we really strive to make sure every year that there's a really good regional spread that there's a really good um, diversity of ages and points of view I mean we can't all think the same everybody has to have their own opinion whether we like it or not so you know it's really important to us to keep that diversity in place Um, so every year we're kind of looking at the cast and going okay what have we not had before who have we never seen on the show and we're looking to kind of see where we can flesh things out and add in something new. Oh, that's great to see. It really is. And there's been a few really brilliant characters uh, that have come and gone and, and are back again as well from around the northeast. I mean, we've had the Adenungas from Navin. We've had the Cooley lads and the Tully brothers from Cavan as well. So there's a good track record of good characters Absolutely. around this region. Yeah, you're very well represented up there, you know. So there's, there's a good hit rate. So that doesn't mean that we don't want to hear from plenty more people from up your neck of the woods. So, um, you know, as a, the main thing we're looking for is somebody who's absolutely mad for telly. That's a huge, huge part of it. If you don't enjoy watching telly, you're not going to enjoy being on Gogglebox Ireland. <laughs> it goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, so big TV fans, people who have a kind of a broad range of interests as well. So if you're watching prime time and then you're racing to turn over for Love Island, that's a great sign that you're kind of open to watching new things. So you might have your favourites and you might have things that you watch religiously, but you're also open to watching something that you would never normally turn on. Oh, great stuff. And what's going to stand out for you? Because you're going to receive thousands of emails, Miriam. You're going to have to siphon through all of this. Already, the inbox is stuffed already, (laughs) Sinead. So we'll have a great few days now going through them. What we're looking for, I suppose, is not just the bare info. We're looking for emails that help us to get a real flavour 
for who's applying. Um, we do, we receive thousands of emails and the information that we really want to get from people is the full names and the um, ages of everybody who's mm-hmm. in your group and tell us who's who. It's important that we can figure out are you family, are you friends, are you housemates, are you a couple, what's the relationship? Um, ages, we like to know who's who's what age. Yep. You have to be, the person submitting the application needs to be over 18. Mm-hmm. Now obviously teenagers are welcome to join the cast but they have to be at least 13 to take part. Okay. Um, we like to know where in the country you're based because we love to have a really good regional representation and spread. Um, we need a contact number so there's one person that can take our call. If we need more information we just need to give somebody a quick bell. It's lovely to know what you like to watch together. So when you do all get together sit down in the evening and watch telly what are you fighting over? Who's in charge of the remote? If you can just paint us a bit of a picture as to what goes on in your house of an evening when the telly goes on. And we love to get a photograph or two, if at all possible, so that we can put faces to names. So that's the kind of the basic info that we need. And the more kind of personality that you can kind of give us in terms yes. of who you are, what you're like, what the gang is like. It just really helps us to to get through applications and choose people that we think will be a good fit for the show. Fantastic. So once we submit the application, what happens next? Say you decide to pick out mine, for example, what will happen after yeah. that? Is there an audition? Yeah, so there's a little audition process to go through then, but it's all it's all very lighthearted and great fun. So nobody yeah. needs to be worried about the word audition. And um, so if we get your email and we think there's potential that you could fit in with the cast, what we do is we give you a call, we have a chat, and we usually set up a Zoom call so we get to meet everybody that you're proposing. So it's a minimum of two people because you can't chat to the dog, and it is a maximum usually of four people. So you need to gather everybody together for a Zoom call with one of our casting team and that helps us to decide what who goes on to kind of the next stage. The next stage is really fun. The next stage is we come out and we shoot a little mini episode in your Ooh, house. Oh, brilliant which stuff. Is great fun. So it's a, it's a it's a relaxed and easygoing process. And um, the word audition sometimes puts people yeah. off. Um, having people in the house with cameras can be daunting, but we're all, you know, we're all human, we're all good fun and we love meeting new people and we go to houses all over Ireland every year meeting new families, meeting their dogs and their cats and getting stuck in and watching some great telly. And I'd say after a while as well, the families taking part probably don't realise or pay attention maybe to the other cameras. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but you know, when, when we are actually filming, you don't have people in the room with you. Ah, so okay. You're relaxed. And that's why sometimes you'll notice the cast kind of tend to almost forget. You know, sometimes people drift <laughs> off and have a little snooze. They forget yeah. that they're that they're going to be on TV. So it is a very <laughs> relaxed filming process. Um, and how we film it, Sinead, just to give you a little bit of yeah. info in terms of the time commitment. Yeah. We start filming in late August. We're back on air, I think it's early September. Mm-hmm. So we start filming in late August and we film for, I think it's 12 consecutive weeks this year. So if you're heading off to Australia for a month between August and November, unfortunately, it's not going to work out. You have to have the same group of people available um, across that 12 weeks. Yeah, and that's not much at all, actually, when you think of it. And then the added bonus to all of this is because, of course, the telly critics are the are the absolute stars, but the narration. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I presume Deirdre's coming back to narrate, is she? Uh, hopefully so. Hopefully, hopefully so. so. And yeah, and you know that the narration. I mean. 
you know, our narrator is always there as a kind of a, a wry look at what's going yes. on. We try to have a really broad scope of programmes too. Sometimes when we're recording the voiceover, like we have to stop so that everyone can have a laugh. Yes, yeah, <laughs> There's some wild stuff in there occasionally. And uh, <laughs> it, it's a very fun show to work on. You know, I mean, the cast and crew, people have fun and people get to watch a lot of TV that you wouldn't normally watch. And, you know, usually for... for the cast taking part it's a really positive experience Oh, like I said at the start so jealous of you Miriam absolutely brilliant I've no doubt it's going to be another fantastic series again this year thank you so much for joining me and best of luck on the hunt Thank you so much Sinead lovely to chat to you Thank you so much Miriam Smith there Now the email address very important casting at kiteentertainment.com so casting at kiteentertainment.com so as Miriam said put your contact details in with details of who's in your gang where you're based what you like to watch together and a photo of you all together if possible so if you need that email we'll keep it here at reception as well for you but casting at kiteentertainment.com Richard Marks right here waiting on LMFM's 11 to 1. We have music from Shania Twain on the way and it's a very special day for people from America. The 11 to 1 show. We're going all the way back to 1776. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, on the 4th of July 1776, US Congress proclaims the Declaration of Independence and Independence from Great Britain. So it was drafted by Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Benjamin Franklin and others proclaimed that then the, Amer- the American colonies were no longer subject or subordinate to the monarch of Britain, which was King George III. They were free and independent states. So July 4th has been celebrated every year since as Independence Day, or just known as July 4th. It's also the day when three former presidents died and one was born. There you go. In a letter to his wife Abigail on the day before the historic vote in Congress, John Adams, who was later to serve as the second US president, described how it would be celebrated. He said, I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary Festival. It ought to be commemorated as the Day of Deliverance. There you go, 4th of July. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk, and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's Shania Twain. That don't impress me much. The collaboration between her and Anne-Marie is absolutely brilliant. So singer Anne-Marie wrote a song called Unhealthy that she felt kind of had a bit of a country vibe, which was very different to sort of the rest of her music. And she said, you know, this it feels like I need somebody to actually collaborate with on the song. So she says, look, I'm going to aim high. I'm just going to reach out to Shania Twain casually, as you do. She says, um, I thought the only person that would make sense in terms of collaboration to me is Shania Twain. You know, reach high. She said, so we sent it to her and said, you know, look, it's probably not going to happen, but maybe, you know, she might reach out. And she says, I'm actually in the UK for one day. So let's get in, says Shania Twain. So it's called Unhealthy. If you haven't heard it, here's a little taster of Anne-Marie and Shania Twain. Still 
I am loving that. Absolutely brilliant. Now, News at 12 is approaching and after that, emotional eating. Wouldn't it be great to overcome emotional eating? Oh, yeah. Well, we've got two inspiring ladies who are going to help us with just that. The 11 to 1 show. For you. Ant and Deck surprise fans with exciting news. Guaranteed nostalgia on the way. On air online on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Ellie Golding. Sinead Brazel here with you. And I have something nice for you today. In fact, I have something nice for you all this week because if you're a fan of horse racing, greyhound racing or just love a good evening out then you won't want to miss Dundalk Stadium's annual Ladies Day and International Summer Jewel Race Day. It's happening next Wednesday, July 12th. So, what's involved? Afternoon horse racing followed by evening greyhound racing, live music, DJ, kids activities and much more. To celebrate that, Dundalk Stadium have given us a grab and go package for two people to give away on the show every day this week. So includes admission, race cards, entertainment and a food voucher for the outdoor stall on the day. Also on Friday, we're going to upgrade you. Yeah, one of those winners will be upgraded to the Fabulous View restaurant package, which includes a four course meal on the night, which is very nice. So, scenes as we're promoting grab and go I'm asking you today, what's your grab and go snack? You know, like if you're just on the run, you need to grab something quick. It's a nice just little hit of something. My grab and go snack is a two finger Kit Kat hits the sweet spot, said Ezzy. Yeah, love it. Lucas Aiden Mars Bar. Oh, Jerry Matthews and Castle Bellingham. You'd be buzzing after that. <laughs> but I love that. Yes. Uh, a cheddar cheese and smoky bacon potato sandwich. Wow. Now that's something. That is something to behold. A cheddar cheese and smoky bacon tato sandwich with a cup of bovril. There's a lot of salt in that, Paul, but look at, you know, whatever tickles your taste buds. So grab and go snack. What is your grab and go snack? Let me know. 086-1800-658 for your chance to win with Dundalk Stadium. Now it's time for some celebrity news. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max Kane. Olivia Rodrigo has teased that her upcoming album Guts will be much different to her debut album. Her new single Vampire is tipped to dethrone Dave and Central Sea at the top of the charts. Here's Olivia talking about how she hits the emotional notes in her songs. I'm very emotional and I think my uh, my background in child acting kind of helps me a little bit get really emotional when I'm singing. And me and Dan, I produced recently have a joke where like if I'm not like giving a performance that's like emotional enough on the on the microphone, he'll literally like film me and I'll do it better just than being so. Daniel Radcliffe has revealed that he's the father of a baby boy. The star of Harry Potter welcomed his first child with Aaron Dark in April but hadn't revealed the gender of the baby until now. Radcliffe has said that being a father will impact the acting roles that he takes moving forward. Niall Horan is turning 30 later this year and he's revealed that he's not big on birthday gifts. Turns out the One Direction star is more interested in a good night out. Here's what Niall had to say about birthdays. I've never been a good receiver of gifts. I like the simple things. I'd rather just go out and have a few drinks and go for a dinner and and all that kind of stuff. What do I, what do I, what do I need? I need a new wallet. So if anyone's listening that knows me, don't start sending me wallets. But um, if anyone sees a nice wallet that they think I might like, then I'll have a new wallet. 
That's The Buzz. I'm Max Kane. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I love Max Kane. Hi, I'm Max Kane. He is fantastic at entertainment news. Absolutely brilliant. And what about Niall Horan wanting a wallet? Is he not very up to date now? Don't men not have that little, you know, that little kind of, um, what is it called? It's sort of a clippy thing that like holds all your cards and you can kind of just press a little thing and your cards come out. I mean, do people carry wallets anymore? I don't know. Anyway, getting back to the music. Oh, I'm loving this one. It's Pink with Trustfall. Oh, Pink with Trustfall. The conversation has already started here in studio and I'm very excited for you to meet our next guest. Well, you've met them already because I've chatted to them before. You know when you get two people from your life that you know separately and then you put them together and then they know each other already. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, it's Denise Wogan, Intuitive Each Nutritionist and Nicola Connolly Byrne, Empowerment Specialist. They are combining their collective talents for Overcoming Emotional Eating Workshop. We could all do it. It's happening July 22nd we're going to chat to the ladies next the 11 to 1 show Do you find when things are challenging in your life, you're reaching for bars of chocolate or tucking into crisps? Perhaps even when you feel that your life is going great, you're still overeating and all the junk food. Yes, I'm guilty as charged. So what causes emotional eating? How can we overcome it? Well, my next guests are going to help us. I've interviewed both of these fabulous women on the show over the years and I find both of them incredibly inspiring women working in the area of empowerment. One helping us understand our relationship with food. The other helps us understand the complex relationship we have with our inner selves. They've joined forces to bring you a brilliant workshop. It's entitled Overcome Emotional Eating. How you got here, how to get out of it. I'm delighted to be joined by Denise Wogan. She's intuitive eating nutritional coach and empowerment specialist Nicola Conley Byrne. They are with me in the studio. Oh, you're all very quiet now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm delighted to be back in here, Sinead. It's ages since I was in here. I, I'm delighted to be, to be here with Denise. I am delighted to have you both. Now, you know when you meet two people and you know them separately in your life and then they come together and you get really excited that they've come together that's what's happened for me so how did did you guys meet how did this happen your worlds have literally collided (laughs) the universe was out for you how do we meet so we I had a conversation with a client who mentioned something God you and Nicola would work great together and I've known you since long time ago yeah. back through the Network Loud yeah. Network Ireland We've Women's Network events, but we yeah, didn't know each other personally didn't know each other and we're actually getting to know each other a lot better in the last couple of weeks which yeah. I think is really exciting yeah. Um, but yeah so a mutual client uh, kind of suggested maybe we'd work together and picked then up the that, phone that mutual client said that to Denise sold that seed then she came to me as my client and said, I was talking to Denise Wogan and I think the two of you would be great together. I was like, tell me a little, I know Denise, but tell me a little bit more about it. And the more she was talking, you know, the little hairs in your head stand up. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we definitely have to do that. That sounds really cool. So we've merged both of our knowledge bases, which yeah. I think complement each other very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And we're doing it. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. So just to kind of remind people a little bit maybe about yourself, Nicola, first of all, because Denise has been doing a regular series here yes. with us, so people might be familiar. Which I've but heard. but uh, tell us a little bit about what you do, uh, because your work is so, so important for people who are yeah. just stuck in their lives. They're stuck. So mainly I work with women who are stuck. They generally would fall under the umbrella of people pleaser. However, the people don't like to admit <laughs> that they're people pleasers and that's OK. Uh, you know who you are and there's millions of you out there. 
Um, and when you become a people pleaser, you end up operating from other people's value systems. You live under other people's values and not your own. And that's when you become... Um, you know, disappointed with how your own life is going, you feel stuck, you're generally unhappy. And then when you get into that cycle of dysfunction for yourself for a long period of time, you turn yourself into a piece of confetti, you're all things to all people, you're generally unhappy. And sometimes people lean towards the food Mm. to fill that gap. Mm-hmm. And th- th- if there's one thing that I want to say while I'm on this show with Denise and yourself is that we are all in emotional pain. Every single one of us. There's not one person on planet Earth, including the Dalai Lama, who's not in emotional pain. But we all choose to display it in different ways. And the most socially acceptable way of numbing that emotional pain is through food. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, do you Mm -hmm. see this then with clients that they are, say, broken in this area of their life or stuck in this area of their life and then they have this added, I'm after putting on weight because I'm... Yes. You see, they don't come to me saying, I'm after putting on this weight because. Mm. They go to Denise for that. Mm. People come to me saying, I have this issue with this relationship or I have this issue with this family member. I have this issue in my career. I'm desperately unhappy, blah, blah, blah. Six months down the road, if they're working with me, you know, I saw this in the very first online group within the first eight weeks. People started to have this organic conversation. I'm letting all of this stuff go and I'm making these changes. Has anybody noticed that you've started to lose a bit of weight without right. kind of even really trying? Okay. And I, first of all, I knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. And second of all, I was never going to say it to them. I was waiting for them to say it to me. There's a massive connection between holding on to negative situations and emotions and holding on to physical weight. Yeah. That would be, Denise, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, because yeah. just to remind people as well, I suppose, Denise, about what how you work and intuitive eating, what it, what it means for people who don't know. Yeah, it's just the piece that I picked up on what you said there was the people pleaser. So quite mm. often when you are a people pleaser, you'll be so pleasing, you'll go to the gym and you'll do all the tasks or you'll go on the diet and you do all the tasks. But it's not really hitting into the deeper part within is how am I caring for myself? Mm. How am I feeding myself? How am I nourishing myself? How am I nurturing myself? How am I minding myself? And that's what intuitive eating allows you to do. It allows you to experience your emotions to learn how to be with anger, frustration, pain, um, so many more emotions, happiness, without relying on food as the coping mechanism. So we will all emotionally eat at times, but it's when it's the only coping mechanism that we have, that's where the pain comes in. And the conversation has to happen around the weight piece because... What we don't often think about is that when our body changes and quite often for women as they go into menopause, it's the next kind of shift. Maybe when you're younger, your body changes. When you're older, your body changes. We, our body changes and that creates pain and discomfort. Mm. And we haven't been having that conversation open and loudly. And if we have, we've been blaming and shaming ourselves. Yeah. Rather than understanding there's a natural aging process, there's biological processes that are happening and without making it going too sciencey, but that is happening mm. on top of the psychological. So intuitive eating really blends the two. Mm. Yeah. Biology. And also, Denise, women are having this struggle internally, privately. <coughs> privately. Oh, yeah, and totally. there's no need mm. for it. There's no mm. need for it, lads, because we're all the same. Mm. We all emotionally eat Mm, mm. and I think it's very important for us to know that this workshop that we're going to be doing is going to create a safe space 
for for everybody in the room to know that you are no different to me and Mm. that person beside you is no different to you either. And there's a great relief in sharing and I think that there's, look, it's slowly but surely it's happening and women's health has become more of a focus and there has Mm. been more kind of of a a need to share what are your symptoms so that we can better understand, particularly Mm. when it comes to menopause. But there is that, such that relief in sharing. And another thing that you, you mentioned there, Denise, as well is, and this is something that I find the tricky part to wrap around my own situation is, Yes, I will emotionally eat when things are going wrong, but I'll also do it when things are great. Yeah. I'm on the pig's mm, back yes. and I'm reaching for the chocolate. Mm. So that's the it's that's the yeah. really tricky part, isn't it? That's a complex piece of work in the brain. Yes. <laughs> so when when we work with intuitive eating, we're also working with rewiring the brain. So our brain, when our emotions kick off, we have habits automatic habits we call on and sometimes you know when you go to the toilet in a restaurant you generally find yourself going back to the same one that's how quick our automatic habits happen right okay so when we begin to slow the process down and go okay this is an emotion my automatic habit is whether it's good emotion or what we label bad emotion that's where we end up what we're doing during this process is kind of like clearing out the files in the back of your computer going Okay, the brain doesn't register or the body doesn't register in the moment that this is not helpful. It just goes, the last time I was feeling shit, this is what I did. Mm. I went to the press or the last time I was feeling really happy and celebrating, I went out and I drank a load of wine. Yeah, that's what. Yes, I just say something. Every single time Denise speaks, my heart explodes (laughs) because I swear, I swear, I I literally have the hairs on the top of my head stand up again simply because every time she speaks, I'm identifying clients belong to me. I was just going to say about the habits, the bad habits. You are seeing this as well. You know, these it could be eating, but there's other habits that we constantly do. I Mm want to swap out the word bad habits for challenging habits okay because this good and bad thing upsets me and also clean eating upsets mm. me clean mm. eating upsets me <coughs> sorry <laughs> oh Sinead are, are, are we just about to disagree oh no we are no, not that's clean crap. eating should be wiped okay. from them. oh great I'm so glad I brought that up because see the clean eating thing yes I just want to quickly just switch into any forms of addiction, right? You know, somebody who has gone through addiction and and food, you know, can be, you can have food addiction. But let's just say a bigger addiction like alcohol or drugs Mm. or whatever it might be. I often hear people who've come through that process say, I'm clean five years. Yeah. And I stop them and I say, can we have a conversation around that? Ask for for permission for us. Yeah, of course. Does that mean that you were dirty beforehand? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't. So I don't like the thing of clean eating. I really don't. It really yeah. distresses me. Denise, can yeah. you Yeah, and that's uh, that's the same about with food. When we label food as good or bad, and I know mm. we, I don't like the language either, but most people are familiar with this terminology. So that's why I'll say, you know, in brackets, good or bad. When we label that, we're already beginning to send a message to our nervous system about ourselves. So yeah. if I eat good... I can be happy about myself. If I eat bad, I can be happy about or not happy about myself. Mm. If I stand on the weighing scales and it tells me the number I want to see, my day will be better because I tell myself a positive message. So this is the really 
you know, when we say it's it's not complicated to eat, but it is complicated to understand how your bra- brain and your body work together and the kind of messaging. And people say, well, do you really talk to yourself, Denise, all the time? I'm like, yes, because I'm rewiring <laughs> all yeah, 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 literally. <laughs> the negative thoughts, yeah. all of the conditioning that is around me. We can change our language and language is one of the most powerful mm-hmm. things. So you you weren't before, you know, we're humans. Yeah. We're doing the best that we can. And we are... Emma Thompson has a great post up at the moment about how we have been just striving. The things she wished she could tell herself when she was oh, younger. Yeah. Stop striving towards this mm. body ideal, this appearance based ideal. Absolutely look after yourself, care for yourself, change the parts of you that aren't working. But don't try and match up to an ideal that was created by society and mm. don't match up to this good and bad. You're good if you're this size yes. and you're good if you're eating this mm. way. The The joy with finding the pleasure in eating and changing your relationship with food is that you typically tend to eat less of the foods that make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And that comes over time. I'm and so I know we've... Yeah. It's so, so funny because, because with, with, with having you on the show so much as well, it's like, I, it's now my brain is wired into you appear in my head and you go, <laughs> Sinead, you're not feeling great now because you haven't moved. You're eating that food. And also, you know this yourself is the thing. So it is it is. It's a slow and, and, and gradual process. But I was looking through the amount of stuff that's going to go on for this three hours. My God, you're going to really tackle everything. Give us a taster sort of of what's yeah. going to happen on the day, Nicola. Look, if I could keep them for three days, I'd, yeah. I'd keep them for three days. And I'm not going to lie to you, we're probably going to run over. We probably, <laughs> we probably will. will. <laughs> I suppose what what's important for me is is to help people identify what their triggers are. Yes, because when you can identify your trigger, then you can go to the source of the problem. I'm, you know, I'm not backwards and coming forward tonight and I don't stick a plaster on that that needs stitches. I, I make it my business and I know Denise does too, to help people understand the core of the problem. My challenge around food is very different to... Um, the majority of people in society's challenge around food. I came from a space of lack mm. of food. But over the years, I actually did it myself, Denise, believe yeah. it or not, because I started the writing so young. I um, completely, mm, completely is probably a, a stretch of the imagination. I have healed my relationship with food, I would say, 95% of the yeah. time. Um, I'm very much an intuitive eater. I celebrate every meal. Mm. When I'm eating my breakfast, I'm planning my lunch. When I'm eating my lunch, I'm planning my dinner. I eat slowly. I chew my food. I, I, I feel the texture. I, 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 I taste the flavours. It, it's such a joy to me. And I don't mean that in a facetious way and I'm not mm. trying to be funny or smart and check me out, aren't I bleeding deadly? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is because when you come from a space where food was in lack when you were younger, you learn to have this massive appreciation to be in the privileged position that I'm in now that I can actually whatever I like. Mm. But having that freedom comes with its challenges as well. Because when you're as busy as Denise and I are, <laughs> sometimes we don't leave enough time yeah. to, yeah. to, to actually know. eat properly. And like but, you say, savour that food. Yes, yeah. but you know, there's a lot of women um, find themselves in the same position because it's different for men. Women are generally the caregivers in every mm, home and mm. we're generally the people that are managing the houses from the top down. That's not to say that not all men 
not some men do that, some men do do that. But mm. the majority of times it is a female responsibility. So we have far more things uh, to be thinking about and far more balls in the air to be juggling while we're also trying to keep ourselves healthy, alive. Mm. And um, but just even as you're saying that there, what I'm thinking is, and what we don't talk about enough as women, we are more emotionally aware. We mm. are more emotionally connected. Mm. And what we don't tend to to recognise maybe is the burden that that takes on us. So aside from the washing up and the dishes and mm. the break, making of the meals, we can be knackered mm. from coping with the emotions of our children because our yeah. children have more needs. Mm-hmm. We can be knackered from coping with the emotions of our friend or whatever. And and then that can lead to us be feeling a little bit below par, mm. not eating. And what you say when it comes to like, you know, you can apply that lack. If you've been dieting for a long time, your mind is conditioned to be in that lack attitude. Mm. And then when you get what you want or what you've been craving, you will feel out of control with it. Oh, it's so but it's so true. You and can it's just throw that back. As yeah. you say, it's just yeah. biological. It's just the way women are. So what do you hope people will, will get from this workshop? Well, I don't use the word hope, Sinead. Because I think hope is too flimsy. So hope for me stands for have objectives, plan and execute. So we are going to make sure that people leave with specific pieces of information that is actionable from the moment that they hear it. It's Mm. then up to people to take that information, the powerful information that we're going to be giving them. And it's up to them then to go to go and take the action. But also stay, keep your your toe dipped into listening to people like Denise, Mm. people like me, other people in the industry that genuinely care about women's empowerment in all areas of their life. And while you were speaking there, um, Denise, and you were thinking about, you were talking about the challenges. I just had this thought about my son last week. I know that one of my son's love languages is through food. Mm. He adores his food and he loves good food. And I was under pressure and I wasn't available to cook the way that I normally would cook. And does that mean that I love him any less now? Hmm. That was the that's, question. That's the question. That, that was the question in. I was. Yeah. And, and yeah. did he feel that? Yeah. yeah and, and maybe so. But, but you know, and, and that one, if we went into that, Listen, Sinead would be we, here. That's a whole other podcast. My hope, and it's something that you threw your hand on your heart there and you said, you hear me. Mm. And that's sometimes when you say what people are afraid to say out loud. And they, they experience that in a community of other people and other women who also hear it. Yeah. And maybe they don't say the words, but you can never unhear that. Yes. Yeah. You can never unhear that. And that's the very first step of the process is awareness. And yeah. once you have awareness and once you become more aligned to who you want to be, not pleasing the gym world and not pleasing the ideal beauty standards, the action becomes so much yeah. easier. And you'll never not hear us nattering in your head if you come in this workshop. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and what a great conversation it would yeah. be. In the so how can people get tickets on July 22nd, Village Hotel, Betty's Town from 10 to 1. So where do we get the tickets? Yeah. So we have our own website now, Sinead. It's oh, great. It's nicolaconnellyborn.com forward slash food e nutrition. And I've had to learn how to spell this. F-O-O-D-E-E nutrition. Perfect. Absolutely brilliant. Well, ladies, I've no doubt that you're going to sell this out, first of all. And secondly, I've no doubt that people are going to get so, so much from it. Thank you both so much for coming in to me today. Thank Thanks you for having us. Thanks a million. Cheers. The 11 to 1 show. 
take that with Rule the World. Uh, just to remind people, it is the Village Hotel, Betty's Town, 10am to 1pm July 22nd. And if you go on to nicolaconnellyburn.com forward slash foodie nutrition, you can get the tickets there. And uh, we will post it up on our social media a little bit later on. Now to the jobs. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Board Gosh Energy. Win All Ireland Senior Hurling Final Tickets with new boiler installations. T's and C's apply. See localheroes.ie. Alfco Farm Services Limited require a full time retail shop assistant in the trim area to apply. Send your CV to Ronan at alfco.ie. Douglas Nurseries and Horticultural Services Limited require landscape operatives based in RD to, uh, to apply email info at douglaslandscaping.ie. Ashburn Tire Centre Limited require tire fitters for a very busy depot. Please email accounts at ashburntirecentre.ie. Headford Arms Hotel Kells are recruiting both full and part-time qualified chefs to apply. Send your CV to Olivia at headfordarms.ie. Terry Glen Residential Care Services are looking to recruit full-time social carers in Cavan, Louth and Westmeath areas to apply email recruitment at terryglen.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie. There's Westlife flying without wings and LMFM's 11 to 1. Going to have a winner very shortly for our Dundalk Stadium Prize right after these. We've had everything from fruit to chocolate to yoghurt to boiled eggs for your go-to snacks for our Dundalk Stadium giveaway. But there is one winner today and that is Hannah Woods. Not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, but she says a protein bar, banana and a coffee is her go-to, her grab-and-go snack. That is getting you that grab-and-go package from Dundalk Stadium. Race cards, entertainment and a food voucher for the outdoor food stall on the day. Don't worry, we'll have another chance for you to win on tomorrow's show. She's all laid up, baby. There's the script for the first time. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Oh, the 11 to 1 show.